Hello and welcome to my podcast, A Girl on a Mission. I am a girl on a mission to unlearn painful patterns and become my truest self with the ultimate goal of helping you do the same. On this podcast, we'll be talking about healing, self-improvement, spirituality, physical health, mental health, mindset, and so much more. I am so honored and blessed to be a part of your journey. So let's get started. So today I want to talk about something that I don't hear talked about all that much and it's something that when you look for it you find it but people aren't actively talking about it in the healing, wellness, spiritual development community. And that's why I really just wanted to touch on this today with you guys. And what that is, is the negative side effects that can come with healing. Now, disclaimer, before I get into any of this stuff, I want to be very clear that the positives of healing yourself, of developing your intuition, of changing your mindset will always, always, no matter what, outweigh the negatives we're about to talk about. The reason for this episode of the podcast is not to have you shy away from healing or um, embarking on your spiritual journey. It's simply to make you aware so that you don't stop or give up or call it quits or assume it isn't for you. It is for you. It is so divinely, perfectly for you. You would not be here if it wasn't. Okay, so now that we're super clear on that, let's talk about some of the side effects, the negative side effects of healing your mind and opening up that third eye and connecting to yourself, your higher self, the world around you. So I'm going to use myself as an example. When I recently, uh, about a year ago, I had been kind of away from my own connection. I had gotten into some routines, day job, just didn't have time, didn't think it mattered, and let everything go, and my brain definitely suffered. So uh, about a year ago, I started to get back into my spiritual practice to get back into my self-work, my self-care, all that stuff. And one of the things I noticed when I first started reconnecting was that my anxiety went through the roof. I was feeling nauseous. I was having stomach cramps. And those are anxiety triggers for me. So I got super duper anxious. I wasn't feeling well. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm getting more spiritual. I'm healing myself. I'm changing my mindset. Why am I feeling so crappy? And the thing is, 
when you are living your life using negative coping mechanisms or shutting off different parts of yourself, you're not dealing with your problems. Most of the time you're burying them. This might be through food, through addiction, through self-harm, or just through general negative coping mechanisms, through hopelessness, through feeling like you're not worthy, through skipping out on the self-care and choosing not to do things you love because you don't deserve it, or you just don't have the energy. So you're not really dealing with the pain or the hurt or the underlying issues you're having. You're burying them. And when we bury things, guess what? The only way to get rid of them is to unbury them. (laughs) To dig them back up and pull them out. And guess what? When we're dealing with emotional and spiritual traumas, Digging them up means that when we get to them, when we get to the level they're hiding at, we now have to deal with them because we never did. And this can be such a negative reinforcer for people who are just starting out on their journey. They say, I'm doing everything right. Why is it getting worse? And The old adage of things get worse before they get better really is true here. And I want to stress that when I say things get worse, it's not that they're getting horrible. You're noticing good things in some areas, but some negative things are popping up too. If you're having a huge issue, if things genuinely seem way, way worse, then there's something going on and as always when you're dealing with your brain and your health and things like that, I recommend seeking out a professional, a doctor, a therapist, a psychiatrist, whatever it may be. But what I'm talking about is you're working on healing something that you should be able to heal, and then all of a sudden you're having new problems pop up. And those new problems smell a whole lot like old problems. That is you uncovering the stuff you've buried over the years. So when I first started reconnecting, I had been using a lot of things to bury my problems and my anxiety. I didn't have time to freak out. I am an empath, but I also have a negative side of that where I've developed in my life, I'm better now, in my life I have developed codependency. So what I would do is I would bury the things that I had every right to be stressed over because I didn't have time, I didn't want to bother anyone, I needed to take care of everyone else, and I was on the back burner. So Anxiety gets buried, worries get buried, questions get buried, fears get buried. Everything that was totally natural and normal and should have been addressed in the moment at the time that it was happening got buried because other people were my priority, not me. 
So now I am working on myself. I'm trying to make things better. And lo and behold, I'm an anxious wreck. (laughs) And it makes no sense because I'm trying to heal. I'm trying to get better. Why am I so nervous? Why am I panicking? Why am I having anxiety attacks late at night? This does not make sense. But it does. It makes perfect sense. I spent two, maybe more, if I'm being honest with myself, years burying all of these fears and worries and things that, and again, these were not irrational. It's different when you have some irrational anxieties and you just need to let them go. These were 100% rational and should have been dealt with. But I didn't love myself enough at the time to deal with them. I buried them instead and they took their toll. Um, <laughs> it really is as simple as that. And side note, when you bury these things, they do take a toll on your physical health, on your mental health, emotional health. It really does have an impact on you. And that is why I always encourage you to work things out as they're happening, as you're experiencing them. So anyway, I'm having panic attacks and I can't figure it out until I realize that by healing myself, my spirit still has these wounds and it needs to deal with them. And it really sucked at first because I wanted it to be easy and quick and painless, and it wasn't. And it was discouraging. When you are working so hard, you want the results you're working toward, but you've got to get over this hurdle first. And this is where the work comes in, and this is where you have to ask yourself, how much do I want it? How much is it worth to me? Can I deal with the problems that got me here? Or am I still not ready? And if you're still not ready, you're going to be trapped in the same cycles you've been trapped in all this time. You're going to keep suffering. You're going to keep adding new things. And guess what? Eventually, you will have to deal with them. Nobody gets to just snap their fingers and have all their problems disappear. One day, you will have to deal with them. You've already started the work. Make that day today and let them go for good. If you are just starting out on your healing journey, on your spiritual path, on your intuitive development, expect hiccups. Expect the uncovering of things that you didn't even know were there. Another interesting example is I, um, when I first started my journey on self-love and self-worth, I did a workbook that was supposed to walk you through all these things. And one of the activities was inner child work. 
and it asked you to look at a photo of your younger self before five years old and to just describe her on paper. And I pulled out a picture of myself and I started crying hysterically. And I couldn't stop. I did not do the activity. I bawled my eyes out until my whole face was red and puffy and swollen and I could not stop crying. And this was one of the most powerful moments for me, but in the moment, it was one of the most painful things I experienced. I got hit with the realization that I had spent all these years hating who that little girl was. And I didn't give her what she deserved. And she was innocent and hopeful. And I get teary-eyed even now thinking about the pain I put her through. But she's me. And she deserves better, which means I deserve better. And this was a breakthrough for me. But I had so much deep self-hatred and all these horrible things and they had been buried so far down in me that I didn't even look at I didn't look at myself in that way at all I didn't see myself as someone who was once a child I didn't see myself as someone who mattered at all and this was a painful moment but it was one of the most powerful moments on my entire self-discovery journey and that's the key here that I want to stress and that I can't stress enough when you finally uncover these problems and they rear their ugly heads again and you treat them with compassion and kindness and love and use all these new strategies you're learning to show them hey I see you I'm sorry. I forgive you. You will not believe the power behind addressing these things. You will not believe the weight that gets instantly lifted off your shoulders. So just to wrap things up, it is not all sunshine and rainbows when you embark on this path. It is deep. It is hard work. It is sometimes painful work. But it is nothing compared to the beauty and magic and contentment, joy, peace, everything in the world that you can imagine that is good belongs to you. And it comes from healing It comes from changing your mindset, from connecting to the world around you, from loving the person you are. There is nothing better. And I promise you, whatever pain you experience as you begin to brick by brick lift away the walls you've built around your heart and your mind and your soul, it will be worth it. Don't give up. Keep going. Always. Because you're worth it.
You are worth it. You are worth putting in the work.